Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I am delighted you are with me. Hey, before I dive into this week's topic, let me ask you quickly to make sure you are getting our leadership email newsletter each week called Leading Thoughts. We're not going to use your information in any weird way, but we will help you be a better leader. Leading Thoughts, you can subscribe at stephenmansfield.tv. Now, I want to use a story that's hot in our news these days to illustrate why I urge that all true and wise governing happens in a condition of moderation, happens at the middle. So let me talk about immigration. All of you know that during the Trump administration, he was at war with immigration coming across our southern border. He started a border wall famously. He pressured the nations and, and the central, South and Central America to control their own immigration tides. Uh, he negotiated with leaders. He put security down on the border. He put military down on the border. He effectively stopped the immigration tide that had been happening. Now, he did it with extreme tactics. He did it with things people were laughing about. He gave the nighttime talk shows lots of fodder. But immigration did come to a dull roar. In fact, immigration actually during his administration was declining. Now, some of this maybe have been because of the economic trends. But nevertheless, he took a strong stand. He took an extreme stand. And some things began to happen. Then came Joe Biden. And don't assume that you know what I'm going to say here. (laughs) Then came Joe Biden. And Joe Biden was eager to provide a path to citizenship for a lot of people who had lived in America, served in America, worked in America, and deserved to be citizens. He thought this whole situation of denying the dreamer's status and things of that nature was ridiculous. So he stopped the border war. He stopped pressuring South and Latin American countries to uh, control their own tides of immigration. Uh, He removed a lot of the troops on the southern border. And now we have a crisis. I'm going to draw a conclusion here in a minute. But that crisis is severe. Immigration through the southern border is at an all-time high tide, nearly an all-time high tide. By the way, many of those people, as tests reveal, are bringing COVID into our country at exactly a time when we are seeing great victories and hoping to get past it here in the next few months. The southern centers, for example, at Donna, Texas, are unbelievably overwhelmed. Sometimes there are as many as 400 young males in one what they call soft-sided facility, which is basically a large tent. Um, They use space blankets to keep people basically comfortable. Um, There are a thousand children uh, who have come to the southern border uh, now disconnected from their parents. It's so bad that I see the ICE, you know, you're familiar with the organization ICE that handles our immigration, customs and immigration. Um, It is so bad that they actually requested funds to fly immigrants from the southern border to the Canadian border in order to be processed. And millions of dollars have been approved for that purpose and for housing these people in hotels. I want you to think about what that means. And how that certainly would play with the American people. It means that illegal immigrants come across the southern border. They get put on airplanes. They get flown to the U.S.-Canadian border. They get put in hotels. Millions of dollars have already been approved for this purpose. And then they get processed through the centers along the northern border of the United States. 
I mean, it is insane. Now, what's my point? You, you, you can't tell yet from what I've said whether I am pro-Biden or pro-Trump. Well, I'm not pro either one of them. What I am pro is moderate, wise, thought through public policy. And you see the failure of the presence of that kind of foreign policy, I'm sorry, public policy now is causing real harm to our nation. There's no question that Donald Trump should not have been as extreme as he was. The border wall was discouraged by almost every official in the country. It's not going to be complete. Even the completed portions did not really stop immigrants. And so we've got a rather odd monument to bad public policy on our southern border. It's probably going to be completely taken apart. Another black eye for America, another extreme example of how our politics pendulum swing from administration to administration. However, Donald Trump did a good thing in negotiating with uh, southern countries, countries on the south of our border, and saying, hey, you're responsible. If there's a caravan that goes all the way through from the southern point to the northern port of Mexico and builds up problems on our border, that's on you, baby. And we will be showing you how we feel about that with trade and defense agreements and every kind of thing. You are responsible for the caravans, for the immigration that works through your country. Colombia, you are. Mexico, you are. Central American countries, you are. And that worked. That bit of diplomacy worked. Make them responsible. Tie trade agreements to it. Tell them that they are they can't just sit there twiddling their thumbs while thousands of people, uh, some of whom might be terrorists, so we're told, many of whom are ill, uh, some of whom may be using other people's children. These are the things that we hear. I'm no expert. I don't know for sure that those things are true. But that, that kind of clan, that kind of crowd is arriving on your northern border. Now, let's say we're talking New Mexico. And thus is a problem in Donna, Texas. And now we've got a crisis. No, baby, you're going to stop this thing. You're going to shut this thing down. That policy worked. Biden came along, undid it. Now, I certainly commend Mr. Biden for trying to have a more compassionate path to citizenship. I think that's a good thing to do as long as it has real serious standards and teeth. But I think he was foolish to send the signal to Latin American countries that All immigration restrictions were off. That was the signal he unwisely sent, though it's not true. And he's also, of course, foolish uh, to create a rush into the United States under the understanding that everybody who's in the United States, when any kind of Biden path to citizenship is launched, anybody who's in the country illegally will automatically be benefited by this new policy. So, of course, people are going to come. Of course, they're going to essentially, and I mean this metaphorically, throw their children over the border. Uh, Of course, they're going to try to jam into the country. And here they come, costing us, uh, I think it's fair to say, it's been at least a billion, if not several billion already in dollars. Uh, threatening our fine recent work against COVID, threatening our vaccination process, threatening our research. And while you can't, you have to wear a mask to get on an airplane in this country, we're taking people across our border who not only have COVID, but have absolutely no intention and no means of restricting its spread. No masks, no sanitizer, no, no system at all benefiting them. Now, don't I sound like a bigot? 
Don't I sound like a guy who doesn't have Hispanics in his family? Don't I sound like a real hardcore one step from the Klan kind of guy? My point here is not necessarily to hammer Biden or Trump, although I am happy to say they both have gone to extremes. And the United States, the American people, are suffering because of the extremes that we have in our administrations and the pendulum swings from one to the other. One administration, we're building a border wall for billions, and we're making the Latin American countries handle their own immigration problem, not bring it to our border. Okay, some of that's smart, some of it's not smart. Mr. Biden, trying to handle a problem everybody knows we're going to have to have find a way for the illegal immigrants we're all kind of married to in our country to find a path to citizenship. Fine with us, not going to hurt us. In fact, Hispanic uh, immigration, Hispanic birth rates actually help us in this country. The work Hispanics do actually help us in this country. So am I in favor of open borders? Of course not. Am I in favor of a path to citizenship? For those who sh- who do the studies, show show mastery of the knowledge, show character, don't have the criminal records, etc., etc., etc. Absolutely, there. The, the, what I've just described is where moderation meets wisdom in the middle. Not just because it's positionally the middle, but because it's where governing is done. It's where wise policy emerge emerge from. It's it's where negotiation leads us. So once again, once again in our country, our health is being challenged, our, our, we're spending billions, our safety is being challenged. We don't know who these people are coming across the border. We should. I'm in favor of the, most of them even coming in a controlled situation with a path to, path to citizenship, with monitoring, uh, with criminals rejected, drug dealers rejected, people who are trafficking children rejected. I don't know if you know, many of you may not know on this podcast that I actually am chairman of the board of an organization called uncaged that works against trafficking i'm deeply concerned about the trafficking of children over the southern border do we have any idea what's going on no we house them we give them some food we give them a space blanket we take pictures for the press and when it gets overwhelming we start trying to fly them to hotels on our northern border unwise unthought through expensive and dangerous in an age of covid Does this make me anti-Hispanic, anti-Latin American? No. It makes me in favor of balanced foreign policy, balanced public policy. It makes me in favor of avoiding the pendulum swings. It makes me in favor of wise heads being statesmen and stateswomen, thinking through policies that work, defying the symbolism, defying the need just to have some, some banner over their politics, some banner over their platform. That doesn't make any sense. There are people who know what they're doing. There are people who know how to handle this. Moderation will get it done. Wisdom will get it done. Compassion will get it done. This is ridiculous. And yeah, I'm not an alarmist in this broad, in this podcast, but your health, your finances, and even the criminal activity in your area is threatened by the fact that we do not know who we're letting in the country but that we definitely should be letting some folks in the country. No question about it. The Trump-era immigration restrictions caused chaos unnecessarily. But there was some wisdom in it, at least to the extent that he said, we ought to know who the heck we're letting in the country, and we ought to hold surrounding countries responsible for it. Got it. With it. So now what do we do? What we're going to continue to do is to have great big pendulum swings with press conferences and people screaming for even more extreme measures. And that never 
gets the job done. In the middle of the road are not yellow lines. The middle of the, lo- of the, of the road is what defines going in the directions we need to go. And so we need to move away from the extremes that are taxing this country's funds, that are endangering our health, that are making us look like fools in the world. And I've heard experts say on television of late, not personally, but on television, yeah, terrorists are getting in. Yeah, children are being trafficked. Yes, we're letting criminals in. And because of a broad sweep path to citizenship, we're just about likely to make them American citizens. So we want good, hardworking people who want to rise uh, in our country coming from Latin America. Absolutely. But the way we get those is by filtering out the others who have criminal pasts, who are trafficking children, who are running drugs, who are running from the law, who are potentially terrorists. Come on, we can do this. We're wise enough to do this because this is what it's going to take to have a sane country rather than a reactionary country. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.